0: <laughs> that Dude, was spooky. I, don't, I don't know about anything else but there this might be. Something possessing the two of us in this
1: Welcome to the Tune In Podcast, the podcast where we take real life experiences and mock them until it hurts just to make you laugh. Throwing some really bad improv and you got yourself a podcast on this week's episode it's the last week of spooky season it's actually kind of sad i don't know why i'm excited about it but it's a really long one we had a lot of information to cover and stick around to the end because we do have like a little bonus that takes us full circle back to spooky week one Next week we'll be back with our own stories, and we're bringing the improv back, don't you worry Toon Goons. It's the last week, so we had to go out with a bang, the unbinkable story, the hauntings of Slater Mill. Let's see if you can bink it along with us. You're working late at night in the office, because you're just such a good employee. You care so much about your job and your company, even though they care nothing about you whatsoever. But you're going to put in the work, put in the effort for your minimal paycheck anyway, and they're gonna thank you with words and no actions or raises or promotions or anything. But again, you're just such a hard worker and you're staying late. It's nine o'clock at night and you start hearing spooky noises. You hear footsteps down the hall and you know It couldn't be the janitor because you watched them go home already. You said goodbye, but there's still footsteps in the hall. So you decide to investigate because you're white, and unfortunately for you, there is something in the hallway. It's a knocked-over paint can, and there are footsteps that lead to the wall, and they say, Go home, corporate shill.
2: The footsteps say that?
1: The footsteps lead to the wall. He stepped him out. And, painted and it with the they, they lead to a wall, <laughs> and it's written on the wall. Go home, corporate shill. <laughs> In footprints. In footprints. Uh, so very clearly, this is a ghost, probably Spider-Man's ghost. You get scared, and you, you call the police because you're white. Call the ghost police. You're white and you feel threatened so you're calling the police so they pick up and they say what the fuck do you want and then you go sorry i'm white and then they go oh how can i help you today and you say there's some really mysterious writing on the wall and then as you're saying that the phone line cuts off and you start hearing all these whispers it's the tune in podcast oh wow Welcome to this episode of the Tune In Podcast. To my right is Amy. Sorry. Hello. To my right oh. is Spooky Amy. Oh, yes. Amy.
2: I'm dressed for the occasion.
1: After Amy, after Spooky Amy is Spooky Bods. <laughs> I'm just
3: the same bods
1: (laughs) (laughs) after spooky bods is spooky Brett I guess and I'm your ghost Trev.
3: I need them to know I'm not any spookier than I normally (laughs) am we already have a ghost bods that's been on the show we gotta clarify
1: the reason that all of us are so spooky is because this is our final episode of the year for spooky season and we're going out with a bang. We're going out with a bink. We're going out with the biggest bink of all time. The story, the unbinkable story, the unbinkable ghost story. I don't know if we're gonna bink oh, it. Oh, we
4: gonna bank it.
2: And you can see we're all strapped with snacks. Nobody's losing we are energy s- here. We
1: are strapped with snacks to keep us fueled through the binking. Um, unfortunately. That they literally cannot see the
4: snacks. <laughs> oh, well, they can yeah. if you they look are. on
2: our Instagram. Oh, no. <laughs> they are
4: not in they are not in frame. <laughs> Never they mind, can I'm if sorry. you <laughs> tell them and they use their imagination pretty much. Oh, yeah. gar- just, just
1: imagine the spookiest snacks you can think imagine, of, listeners. Uh, I'm looking right now at a Reese's Cups bag, the Reese's Pumpkins I was and they say, say not boo. cups. They say, boo. How spooky. That's pretty spooky. Before we get too spooky, I love the enthusiasm about binking this unbinkable story. But before we do that, let's get into off my chest real pre, quick. A little, L-
4: little pre-bink. A little pre-bink. little appetizer. I, guess,
1: I mean, I guess you guys could bink this, but not really. <laughs> I just, I read an article the other day. Uh, it's like the second or third time that I've seen an article like this it's that the has said. second
4: time that I've read an article. <laughs> well,
1: I read th- this specific article the other day. Yeah. That said, uh, people with type O blood are less susceptible to COVID. Oh, wow. And, uh, well, what did you know? I happen to have type O blood.
2: Trev flexing his so blood.
1: Uh, so I'm immune to COVID. Essentially. I can't wait until karma smacks
2: you. <laughs> I
0: catch my COVID friend. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh it's already I already caught it. Had it. <laughs> that sound Cancel was the virus down your fucking throat. Cancel <laughs> so. the episode.
4: Um, I want. Do they? I'm assuming they state why.
1: It's got to be something with like. Probably hemoglobin blood, or something. Yeah, blood protein.
2: Um, he didn't care about the rest. He
3: yeah, just I he saw just that. Thought, he thought like, he was oh, superhuman. This was like when that one study came out that they were like, yo, like if you smoke weed, it might be harder to catch COVID. And I was like, yo, me,
0: <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have the link here in my notes, but we're not going to go into it. I'll just link it in the tasty morsels. I am TuneIn Legal is, is telling me to remind everyone that I am not endorsing that people with type O blood try to get COVID to prove it just uh continue to do what you've already been we're, doing we're
3: not giving people advice here we're, we're not just, giving advice we're just talking about stuff that i'm we've just heard, flexing you know? i'm yeah. just like i got my type o
1: blood you know universal donor no big just, deal
2: just pumping
1: just pumping hey just uh, pump pumping blood mm-hmm. yeah damn holy fuck. <laughs> wow. on that note let's just pods me <laughs> you got something to go
3: off your chest? I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the nice segue. I, I f- faked you out a little bit. You, did, I, you yeah. You thought
1: I was going to go to story time.
3: I was just looking stuff up on my phone to, like, fact check my stuff, too. So, oh, I was going to no be God. real disappointed if you just skipped over me. So, yeah, off my chest. Uh, I found out today, they, like, I don't know when they dropped it. They dropped a list of, like, the highest earners on OnlyFans, like, monthly. You think all, like, girls... Mm -hmm. number four is tyga what so just good for you tyga i guess i don't know
2: that's cool that's cool
3: proves that even a man can earn a lot off of showing titties on a website i guess i don't know
2: is
1: he showing just titty like pictures of titties that he's collected over the years or is he showing showing full
3: dong or like what's going on i genuinely don't would assume he's just playing music and but shit. Yeah. You
2: just said you were fact checking. Why I did you not look on Tigers OnlyFans?
3: <laughs> because I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm just impressed that he's up there. You don't want
2: to support your fellow bro? <laughs>
3: nope, not
4: me.
1: It's just <laughs> bros being bros on Tigers <laughs> OnlyFans. Bro-ing, just broing out on OnlyFans. I, I'm i going to have to get to the bottom of that. <laughs> it's just, it's uh, like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I guess I, I got to pay for Tigers OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, darn
3: i really uh. i just thought that was a fun little tidbit that is a fun
1: little is, tidbit is
2: tyga cool or does he have are the rest of, of the top 10
3: all girls um i think there's I one know. more dude but i don't remember who it was
1: like it,
2: i don't know if we should be cheering for tyga does he have scandals that tyga fellow
1: probably well he was with I mean, kylie jenner for a while before like very before shortly baby. after she was legal i think right
2: how old is he yeah
1: i think so He's like—I don't think he's—he's he's a little old. older than us. Yeah,
4: oh. I'd say maybe I didn't early know if he 30s. was like the same age. But
1: it was—it was a little sus at the time, yeah. I think. So there might have been some grooming. I mean, Drake's going way on. worse than that, so yeah, unfortunately. Aww,
2: poor Trev.
1: This is still the Trev's worst. Trev's idol my life. is a
2: child groomer. Aww. Don't say
1: it like that. <laughs> he's not my idol anymore. I just like his music. I'm just well, kidding taiga i kind well, of not about Jake, i hope but. i hope he is hanging dong because um <laughs> i love that <laughs> i phrase. honestly think it'd be
3: way funnier <laughs> if it was just like taiga's like only fans is just like there's a pair of titties I really like. He just like shows off like, <laughs> the random shit that he's found. It, it's it expe-
1: extends past like nudity too, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like here's like a snail that I
3: found
2: that I thought was
3: really cool looking. It's like, I picked up this leaf on my walk today.
2: <laughs> you know, people actually have OnlyFans for their pets but they have them in like a non-sexual way, but I can't help but feel weird about it because OnlyFans... He, because of the yeah. like,
3: yeah, nature of yeah, this thing. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. It's like there's a high possibility Tiger's just like dropping music on OnlyFans. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. what he's doing. It's just like music mm-hmm. stuff. I think he's showing his dick until, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, until someone that's not me goes on and proves me wrong. Right. But,
1: like, is, so, is
2: OnlyFans 4 I don't, like...
3: I don't
1: think saucy it's saucy stuff, or is it just another Patreon? I
2: don't think it. Is, I don't think it, is, it has it, yeah. to be, but it is.
1: Right, you know? it's how it's grown to be. Because it's, yeah, it's like yeah. it's like how Snapchat became the sexting app. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, they were like. So my understanding is that people who wanted OnlyFans were like, it's a more, it's a freer platform. So it's like oh, they okay. let you do. They let you, you get do. away with
1: more. You can you can literally kill somebody. Yeah,
4: they let you get away with more than like. Patreon. There's more like... I was just gonna say what's the difference than,
2: between that and Patreon? Well
4: I think there's more like engagement between you creators. Creators, yeah, you creators and, and donors. You can like
1: give people like private videos yeah. on yeah, OnlyFans yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and stuff. Oh. And pa- I think
4: Patreon's a little more like
1: just retro- Yeah, So
4: like you, you subscribe to a tier and then you get these benefits. Right. Gotcha. Compared to like... There are some OnlyFans where you don't even have to sub- subscribe to like the whole page. You can like buy certain...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. things that makes sense So, but I still hope Tyga is hanging dong because I've been told that I look kind of like Tyga so that makes me feel like <laughs> I could start an OnlyFans and be like the fifth most successful person <laughs> I also it.
3: think it'd be funny if you started the version of OnlyFans that we just described where you just like find random stuff and you're like hey like <laughs> I took a picture of this caterpillar as I was walking in the woods the other day once
1: again tune in OnlyFans sometimes you get a picture of Amy's feet Sometimes. sometimes sometimes you d- most times almost most every times time sometimes, it, sometimes it's a random rock
3: we find almost uh, like, like, every time we were talking about that the other day sometimes it could just be me smiling you know, like giving the thumbs up <laughs> well
2: that's all they want I'm sure I'm sure know.
3: obviously but
2: but I was gonna say, we were talking about the other day how like random reinforcement is so much more effective than like constant
1: oh yeah yeah it's like it keeps you guessing it's like yeah. it, is this the one is Am I finally going to see a picture of Amy's feet? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Except it's literally out there for all of you on Instagram. So, I mean, you're not getting that much from our OnlyFans right now. But, but you might. Ran-
1: random motivation.
3: You're not going to get a picture of me smiling with my thumbs up every time. But <laughs> right. it might be there sometimes. And the randomness is pretty spooky. Yeah. And you know what else is spooky? <laughs>
1: The state of your health after the day of Halloween. This episode is sponsored by Live Fit. Think about all the candy, all the alcohol, all the guilt. What are you gonna do? Just like not have a good time on Halloween? Fuck that, right? Mm-hmm. How about instead you just live it up? and then Live Fit. Live Fit provides personal training and diet plans from the comfort of your own home. It's all virtual. Live Fit specializes in weight loss, strengthening and toning, nutrition guidance, diet analysis, and much, much more. Personally, I always like try to stay in shape, but like, I need some sort of plan because I don't yeah. know.
4: I don't know shit about working out. Cause we all have no self-control.
1: And also like I'm like <laughs> trying to pick up dumbbells when I should be picking up barbells and it just it doesn't even make sense. Live fit, they do all the work for you. You just get your own little plan. So I got a little special deal for all my little toon what? buggies out there. What? If you go to livefit.org slash toongoon. <laughs> You'll get 50% off your very own plan.
3: Wow. 50% that's a good, off. That's an insane that's deal. That's great deal. That's
1: livefit. L-I-V-F-I-T dot org okay. slash toongoon. And toongoon is T-O-O-N. G-O-O-N. There you go. Livefit.org slash toongoon. 50% off. Livefit. Be a stronger you.
2: Thank good. you so much, Livefit. Yeah.
3: It's a good tagline. I like yeah. It. Yeah. Livefit's yeah. pretty lit. Hey. They should call it Lit Fit. Great ad read, Trev. Other companies should have you do those. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bots. You're welcome.
1: I think so too, but I appreciate you saying that.
3: If anyone else likes that ad read and would like their own ad read, hit up the TuneIn email, I guess. I don't know. Yeah.
4: Yeah. TuneIn. Tune in. ENT. Oh, that's tune our in Instagram. Entertainment. <laughs> yep. At gmail.com. Yep. Or and the text line.
1: Or the. Well, that doesn't that exist it anymore. No longer <laughs> exists. <laughs> I guess if you want to text, or it. tune in
4: ENT on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, Twitter,
1: kind of. Yeah, you know. what's the Instagram? Twitter. It, tune, in ENT? Uh, tune in ENT. Yeah, yeah. So slide in just DMs any if you want to know your... that if, they, the if they wanted
2: to pay the Tune in podcast, it would be much more smoothly read than what just happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, I, we'll I, get a clean. We'll I get I really clean. thought that was pretty smooth. I, I thought it was I, awesome. Yeah, it was good.
2: The lip fit as smooth. I
1: did a really good job.
2: The you reading your own social media Maybe wasn't <laughs> yeah,
4: that, quite as that
2: smooth That bit was a little <laughs> I'm sorry
1: a little jagged I just It was a little uh Today really is the worst day of my life
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well Speaking of the worst day of my life I think it's the worst day of someone's life Who goes to this first place In oh, our on. story time Okay We have Our little appetizer story first and this is the story of the haunted dog of fort weatherhill or weatherill i think weatherill. it's weatherill. whatever it is
3: <laughs> i said it last time it's weather you, you gotta learn how to pronounce this shit it's gonna be an <laughs> integral part of the story it's
1: it, it's <laughs> weatherill and uh it's in jamestown rhode island so uh little tune in little tune in so sip of pumpkin beer into the mic. Yeah.
4: From, from my my little mouth tune in mug Trip just pulled the mic down to his
1: butt when <laughs> anyway <laughs> it's it's time for our appetizer ghost story a demon dog is known to wander around the ruins of fort wetherill in jamestown rhode island witnesses have seen the wraith approaching them with its glowing red eyes and white fangs protruding from its gaping mouth whether or not those who have gazed upon the creature have met with an untimely death has not been ascertained the origin of the dog is not clear as well but one could trace it back the
2: starting of the story
1: one could trace it back to the time when the english controlled the fort during the american revolution so this is an old ass ghost dog. Yeah, sure.
2: Are we sure this isn't just serious black?
1: Are we sure it's not just well, it could like be. a dog? Like for a sh- for three hundred years, Brett? Stray dogs, yeah the same dog, the same type of dog. The family family lineage of dogs that have been sworn to protect
4: this
0: fort, <laughs>
1: dude. I scared intruders away from this fort, as did my father and his father before <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, exactly.
3: There you go. Fair. Do you think he's just mad and haunting because he lost the war?
0: <laughs> he's he a, British the, he a British he's dog. He's <laughs>
3: clearly a British dog. Well,
1: accounts of these hideous creatures are abundant in Great Britain one such animal is called the mooth doog <laughs> <laughs> <Muth-doug. laughs> let me try that one in British and see if it works any better one such animal is called the mooth nope nope <laughs>
3: sounds worse almost
1: and is so known posh and is known through his <clears throat> sorry let me get my voice back and is known through history to haunt the castle peel on the isle of man the very sight of the dog was a harbinger of death a guard once saw the dog in a corridor and was so frightened by the sight he died a few days later <laughs>
3: honestly dude what a bitch
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: never recovering from his ordeal another guard
3: cuz he saw a dog <laughs> It was a scary was dog. That, t- that was too much for him.
2: <laughs>
1: Another guard entered an office within the castle and saw the same dog on a chair grimacing at him.
2: <laughs> he was just smiling. He was like, I'm really happy on this chair. Yeah, it's chair. like those
1: those videos of the dog that does like the little tooth smile. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> The apparition was so horrifying that he succumbed to death <laughs> moments <laughs> after his shrieks reverberated through the castle. Moment.
2: Wait, so how did people know that this is why he died if he died moments after <laughs> seeing it?
1: How did they know he saw it?
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how a, How did he live to tell anyone that that's what happened?
1: <laughs> that's a great
0: question. His dying
4: breaths were... It's a ghost dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a they ghost
4: just, dog. They,
1: they just hear him yelling from the hallway. He's like, "Dog in the corridor,
0: troll <laughs> <laughs> in the dungeon." Yeah.
1: Sentries of the castle now know to avert their eyes when they see the shadow of the phantom in view, or they turn. Is it Medusa? Head. Yeah, pretty much. They turn and head in the opposite direction for fear of the same fate that has been bestowed upon many of their comrades. Another such omen of death resides in areas of Norfolk, Essex, and Suffolk along the hills and coastlines of the United Kingdom. He is also known to roam graveyards and country roads. For centuries, villagers who gazed upon the ghostly canine known as Black Shuck.
3: Hell yeah. <laughs> Black Shuck the Duke. <laughs> the Duke <laughs> I feel like that's the title of the episode. Black, Black
1: shuck, shuck the Moogduke. What
2: a scary name. How do you spell Duke by the way?
3: Um, it is... It's gotta be M-O-O-G-D-O-O-G.
2: <laughs> no, no,
0: it's
1: Mooth Moothduke. M-O-O-T-H-E-D-O-O-G. <laughs> okay.
2: What language is that?
1: Welsh, probably. Yeah.
2: And I'm assuming it means something.
1: Welsh is also English, but. Well. I don't know. It probably means. It's probably old timey English. Something dog, I would imagine. I'll just reread the sentence. For centuries, villagers who gazed upon the ghostly canine known as Black Shuck have never lived long to tell about their encounter with the deadly demon. When the British took control of the Jamestown Hill.
4: I have a question before you start this next paragraph. Mm -hmm. Uh, did they just say, like, one canine patrolled three
3: counties in England? Well, no, didn't you bring deal. up that it's the think, same family of dogs? I think they're separate muth <laughs> I think they're <laughs> yeah. um, separate
0: Black I Shucks. Wanna,
2: I want to add, I tried to type in muth M-O-O-T-H-E-D-O-O-G, and Google did not even want to <laughs> let me type that in. That's it how terrifying it, it is. M-A-U, Mouth-Doug.
4: mouth <laughs> But
2: then the top search is Madi Doo. It's M O D D E Y D H O O.
1: The Muthu is, is
2: striking Google the, down. The definition is this dog that we're talking about. So this maybe dog it has, has different
1: names. Yeah, but maybe also. Different-
2: no other article uh, Mottie, is spelling it like M-O-O-T-H-E. M-O-O-T-H-E. might also
4: be what Mouth is supposed to be pronounced as, by the way. Maybe. The G-E might be silent, like in Edinburgh. Maybe. Like, uh, the, the
1: I'm going to M- continue to call it Mouth Oh,
3: yeah, I'm calling it Mooth Duke for sure.
1: <laughs> when the British took control of the Jamestown Hill during the American Revolution, it was known as Dumpling Rock. <laughs> Why is like this entire (laughs) article hilarious? One
2: one more cut in here. It literally just means black dog.
1: Black dog. By the way. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Colonists have made crude earthwork walls on the rocky hill to control the eastern passageway into Newport. They occupied the fort until July 30th, 1778, when the French gained control of the harbor. The British fled and destroyed the fort, but took it over again a month later. It stayed under their control until October 25th, 1779 when they hastily abandoned the fort without explanation. Whether or not the black demon had anything to do with it is not written, but something other than armed forces made them hastily retreat that position.
4: Spooky. Probably the founding of America made them leave. <laughs> <laughs> like No, Brett, it
1: was the moon. <laughs> I don't know. A better fortress was then erected and called Fort Dumpling, or Fort <clears throat> Lewis as some referred to it in honor of the King of France. They too soon abandoned the fort unexpectedly. It was not until 1899, 100 years later, that the United States government expanded the fort and put disappearing rifles into cement emplacements and renamed it Fort Wetherill. It was then put on caretaker status until World War II but once again, it was mysteriously abandoned. Uh, all I'm saying is everyone, everyone keeps abandoning this fort. What's wrong? This fort's going to have abandonment issues. It's
4: almost yeah. like there's a big body of water between anywhere and Jamestown, and Rhode Island.
1: The, you're stuck between the body of water and the mooth James, I mean, <laughs> it seems like there's mooth doogs
4: on both sides of the water is the issue. <laughs> Black Shuck has came across the pond.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. The state acquired the property for public use on August 16, 1972. Now the only original dweller of the fort is the black dog that roams (laughs) the area looking for those who will gaze into his fiery eyes. Barking has been heard from inside the walls of the fort, yet investigations always prove the structure is empty of any living creature. He is also seen walking through walls and sealed doors of the fortress as if they did not exist during his original tenure at the hill. The phantom dog is nomadic and chooses his victims at random. Those who unexpectedly run into the demon are sure to experience the worst of fates. So if you find yourself at Fort Wetherill State Park, perhaps you might want to avoid calling the dark pooch with glowing eyes you see in the distance wandering among the ruins.
2: I just want to say, Trev and I have been to Fort Weather. We went
1: there. Did you see a moose, Duke?
2: We did not. We see did a muth-
4: uh. binked. binked.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, did we
2: see a moose, Duke? But you didn't also, about?
4: also, they say the people who see this thing will face the grimmest of fates. Yes. When literally the the head of the article say, everyone who's seen this thing here has never had any issues
1: except for the ones who died immediately
4: after no, yeah, seeing no it. they were over they were overseas they were, they were over in england in like the 1700s so what this, you're saying the is the we, got, we when, uh, got a weaker muth dude they were probably like 40 <laughs> years old and at the end of their lifespan uh same same situation as last week with the doctors quote-unquote <laughs> It's just. They a probably weird just time. had a heart attack. Like
1: they probably just <laughs> it dropped it. It was a weird time in like scientific advances where people still wanted to like focus on yeah. folklore. But also
4: they so at, yeah. At the beginning of the article, they were like, "People have seen it here, but like nothing's ever happened to them." And then at the end, they're like, "Well, the grimmest of fates. Don't call the the black dog." I well, want to go call this fucking black dog. Well,
1: Brett, go I will it. say Fort Weatherill, yeah. great, great place to great explore. Place. Nice. Really cool. Lots of graffiti. It is, it's a bit spooky. It is a bit spooky. When you
2: get into the, the little cavern-like areas, but it's only spooky because it's, it's just, dark and It's a curtain wet. of
1: blackness. It's dark and wet. Yeah. It's what they called me in high school. Dark. <laughs>
4: I mean, nobody
0: called <laughs> No, we didn't. In high school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have said that with two people you went to high school in. Also... Uh, um. Why would you be wet? Yeah. Why would
0: they call you dark? Because I, I
1: I sweat a lot when I play basketball. Oh. And I have dark skin. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, you guys weren't on the basketball team. You don't know. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a, our little appetizer. Little Yeah. That was honestly pretty easy to
3: bink. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna go in the opposite way. I'm not trying to bink it. I think it's werewolves. <laughs>
1: oh. Okay. Could be. Do you have any uh any to add, like details to expand on that theory? Uh, there's
3: dogs and they kill people.
2: <laughs> Bods, you're being one of the people that we try so hard to bink. They get one detail and they're like, "Oh, th- it must be that." I have no reason to very, think that's very what it is. Very obviously, werewolf.
1: But- <laughs> you know what? Bods, I'm gonna stand my ground with you.
3: I just, I'm not saying if you're gonna stand. I'm Bods not saying it's 100% werewolves. I'm just saying it sounds more like a werewolf story than a ghost story. That's true. Also, I, I think that conceptually, it's kind of funny that they're, like, for sure, like, oh, no, that guy, like, died instantaneously. Must have been that must dog. Must have been the dog. He <laughs> must have seen this dog. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, also, like, how do they know that they saw the dog if they, like, died?
2: Yeah, that's what I was saying. I do like Trev's idea again. of,
3: like, his
4: dying words where, it's the dog. It's dog the dog in the, in the hallway. <laughs> like It's <laughs> the moot doog. The moot doog.
3: I but like then, that if idea. anyone would run... To help him would
4: they, they would also, also see the, the Muth Duke. well no they would know to avert their eyes to, to not they- and like walk backwards into like how, you're, how <laughs> are, are you, are you <laughs> supposed <Right>? to like <laughs> walk away here's from, my question like, 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 slowly back away from them
3: <laughs> did they all carry like a giant mirror shield like fucking perseus trying to fight medusa like how, no. how far away do your eyes have to be averted to you not turn, die from the mooth? dude they, they said that it was just when, don't look it in When the you eyes. saw
4: his shadow, you would look away and run in the other direction. Yeah,
3: that just you never <laughs> see a shadow before you see the per- that like never. Also, happens. I've seen shadows. It almost never happens. I see shadows
1: a also, lot. Also, like it especially just in Fort Weatherall, <laughs> see those. I saw those a lot. It's a well, go-
2: it's like purely it's shadows, <laughs> ghosts.
1: So, like, does it cast a shadow? Yes. Yes, because goats, ghosts, still goats. goats.
3: <laughs> so you're saying that this oh, ghost no, has a full on stuff. shadow, but the other, the other fucking ghost, you couldn't even see when he was jerking his big old fucking dick.
1: <laughs> I'd like to think that ghosts appear however they want to appear. It's a dog. Uh, oh, you you don't think dogs have desires, Brett? I mean, I'm sure they do, but it's
4: like this food dog and wants pets. It, this, this, is what, this. is what dogs not a dog wants it's a demon to be dog.
1: Known that it's an alpha and it doesn't want anybody treading on it or its property. Don't tread on me, Brett. Okay. This is a stand your ground state. No, it's not. <laughs> it's
4: not. <laughs>
1: you, said, you are incorrect. I don't think right. Rhode
4: Island is either. Like, I don't nope. even think you're right. in either one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Britain is a stand your ground country. No, so,
1: absolutely no, not. not even a little bit. <laughs> well. Let's consider the Muthdug binked. However, let's get into our unbinkable story. I say
3: most unbinkable one so far. <laughs> well. It's because there's that literally,
0: it's there's literally a, no
4: encounter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's Nobody's just no information <laughs> either way.
3: <laughs> well,
1: that's good because if we do bink this one, then that was the one that was unbinkable. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we
3: binked it though. Yeah. And if we didn't bink it, then it's not a ghost, it's a werewolf. <laughs> we steady binking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Speaking of banks, on the banks of
1: Blackstone River, this is the this is the story of the haunted labor at Slater Mill. Oh,
4: Lab- wow! Laborer. Labor. The haunted labor. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a ghost giving birth. Yeah. <laughs> say.
4: How how does that
1: one work? <laughs> oh, can you imagine that a ghost giving birth to a little baby ghost? Yeah, this-
2: You just, well, no, I was thinking just like a a real life baby, and this baby was just like appearing out of thin air, (laughs) but like slowly.
1: It's all slimy and gross. Yeah,
2: I was going to say that, but I didn't know if I was going to. No. No. That's fine.
1: This is the tune in podcast. Yeah, yeah. Say what you want. We've said much worse. It's fine. We've said much worse on this show. This is actually from our friends over at
4: South Coast.
1: South Coast Spooky.
4: Spooky. Spooky South so, Coast Spooky
1: South Coast Whichever one I always forget And I'm very Spook, sorry for that Spook Coast South Spook Coast South On the banks of the Blackstone River In 1793 Similar time of the Duke. No shit <laughs> Weird American industry was born Yeah Samuel Slater following British design Erected the first textile mill In the New World using the waters of the Blackstone to power his machinery. An offspring of Slater's conception, the Wilkinson Mill was built just yards away in 1810. An eight-ton wheel under the newer factory also used the energy of the river's flow as its driving force. Both paved the way for the thriving industry in the New World. Presently, they sit on a five-acre plot in Pawtucket, Rhode Island two-thirds of the Slater Mill historic site. In the 1960s, the city of Pawtucket moved a tiny dwelling to the site, completing the industrial triad. The house, built in 1758, was owned by Sylvanus Brown, a man instrumental in the success of both mills. Presently, all three buildings serve as a living museum, alluring the public with a taste of the rich history of the ocean state. It's also said that they're extremely haunted. There is a dark history associated with the factories, one that literally haunts the area to this day. Child labor was popular in those days, and young children were employed in the mills to help run the heavy machinery. I'm just picturing like a five-year-old trying to like, crank an enormous yeah. lever like twice their size. No, that's what they did.
3: <laughs> this is why they were smoking cigarettes. Well, <laughs> there was no there was no
4: school. Like school didn't exist. Uh, that's fair. How do you think doctors thought that <laughs> burning someone's liver and heart was a good idea would
1: cure somebody else?
3: Yeah. Also, that's Going back to the Muth Duke, (laughs) how old were all of these eyewitness accounts? Because if there's, like, seven-year-olds working in factories smoking cigarettes, they're probably going to get spooked thinking they saw, like, a scary dog sometimes.
1: That's true. You know, I I don't think seven-year-olds were fighting in the war, but I could be wrong. When the machines jammed or the threads snapped, the children were the only ones small enough to fit underneath them to fix the problem. Yeah. Time and precision were vital. If the children were unable to retreat quickly enough, they would likely pay with a limb or life.
2: Do you imagine that? Like a they- price to pay. <laughs>
3: think that they're like, they send this little kid in to fix this giant piece of machinery and he like fucks up and loses his arm and now like they have to send in like three more tiny children <laughs> to clean up the arm mess. Oh no. Okay. Oh
2: my god. It's, just...
3: it's not like they could just be like, that machine's never going to be used again. They're definitely going to send another kid in, right? Yeah.
2: The
4: problem oh, yeah. just gets worse yeah. and worse. I, I
3: like the idea of like
4: little Timmy going off to work in the morning and coming home and his parents being like, oh, I was work today and be like... Only lost a
3: finger today mom yeah. It's a good day Johnny
4: lost his legs and yeah. <laughs> like, I have to
3: clean up Johnny's legs yeah.
2: oh. oh no it, Also I don't know if I missed something uh, Why wouldn't they just like shut off the machine
4: Because it's powered by the water
2: so Oh that you can't, okay, like, okay. Yeah. I see That's I why also, I was like I don't know if I missed something here
1: When you asked that I was like I didn't even think about yeah.
2: that
4: <laughs> yeah. But also I like the idea of like these kids Successfully doing their jobs and then still like getting crushed by the machine
1: like part of their job is to be crushed by the machine like
4: they were like oh if they don't get out in time after they do their job correctly right then they're
1: screwed (laughs) today childlike apparitions and voices are reported throughout both slater and wilkinson mills by visitors and staff alike adding to the legends the nearby Sylvanus Brown house also has its reports of unexplainable sightings of a little girl apparition inside the house. Her laughter and footsteps can be heard often, despite the fact that no children are in the house. The tiny energies are frequent and intense throughout the entire site, drawing in the masses more than 200 years later. I, I like the term tiny energies. <laughs>
0: I
2: know, I thought that was cute. It's kind of also- cute. Like and sad. I know. I was gonna say. I feel like we're like joking about this, but about dying children. Children actually were like dying and stuff. So
3: listen, if people can make nine eleven jokes, (laughs) we can joke about tiny children that died hundreds of years ago.
2: (laughs) It was a balmy
1: night in late April. Oh, okay. So I let me rewind a little bit. So that's the little prelude. Yeah, this is setting up the. This is a first person account. Yeah. And I For, will.
4: This is like one of the first ones where it kind of makes sense, right? Because like yeah. they, a lot of things died there. Yeah, and they're things. saying like <laughs> a lot of things, a lot of objects. Well, they're Children saying they're like just disposable, they, say, right? they say that like water draws energy and shit like that. Oh, okay. So like <laughs> it kind of makes sense. This Between is the mo- all the deaths so far, and the water, this is the most plausible uh, scenario. Well. I can't wait to hear these first-hand Probably accounts. terrible first-hand accounts. This is the first
1: time we have a first-hand account, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well... All of them have been second-hand or third-hand
4: or, other than, or fifth-hand. Other than those <laughs> girls getting drunk down by the train
1: tracks and running away because they heard some rustling in the still leaves. That was technically a second-hand account. Was it? I mean...
3: No, she said we used kid. to sneak down... That was no, just but, too scared to actually see the ghost, but he really yeah, wanted he, like, to. He was
1: asleep. This, this is, these are first hand accounts from the person writing oh, the article. Okay, okay, oh, okay, so okay. He,
3: he straight up seen these little tiny energy ghosts. Well, little baby energies.
1: She. Uh, she. Don't worry, Bods. I'll cut you saying she. Wait, wait, wait.
3: wait. No, so I said he. Yep. Now. Shh. <laughs> Put that in there. <laughs> okay. I was edit him. Editing challenge! You, you can see it on the thing, that's when okay. I yelled, edit, editing challenge. You're gonna have to edit that shh
1: in front of the he. These are first-hand accounts from the person writing oh, the article.
3: Okay. Oh, so she straight up, seeing these little tiny energy ghosts.
1: It was a balmy night in late April when I stepped into Slater Mill for the first time. In all honesty, I didn't know much about the history of any of the buildings that I was about to investigate, only that they were reportedly haunted. Being a paranormal investigator in southern New England, I had been introduced to many areas and structures that had paranormal legends attached, but not one of them would have the lasting effect that Slater Mill had on me that night. It was a public event, and I wasn't expecting much when I arrived. I was more than blown away by the time I got home.
4: A public event, so like, bunch of people went into this
1: Bunch one. of people went into this That's one. why I was a little okay.
2: confused because if they're a paranormal investigator. I'm waiting for the footstep claims. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. When there's say,
1: 40 people in well, this that's building. That's what I'm saying. Like why ghosts get scared when there's like three people around.
2: I was also going to say if it wasn't like a big event and they're a paranormal investigator you'd think they would like do their research on the history of the
0: place yeah. first. Yeah. so yeah. you can like, like you might want to
2: know. Dig in deep to what the ghost call out spirits uh, by yeah, name yeah. and shit like
1: that. Right. Yeah or like what triggers them you know what gets them really right. pissed off how to how to get them to like try to when they're watching
4: slap their you. watching their kid watching their friend loses Right arm, probably yeah.
1: gets gets oh. riled up. Oh. <laughs> hey, everyone, look! I found a severed arm yeah. over here. <laughs>
3: the ghost is like,
1: that's my that's mm. my arm.
3: Get him riled up. The three other ghosts are like,
1: fuck! I thought that we cleaned that up. <laughs> and then three other ghosts are like, no, that's my arm. And then they start <laughs> fighting. My night began in Slater Mill proper, in the darkened shadows of the silent factory. We were encouraged to explore on our own, wandering through the ambient light. I slipped around one of the looms and came face to face with a wax figure dressed in period clothes. Not... (laughs)
0: <laughs> not like <laughs> That's what uh, I not thought. menstrual <laughs> clothes. Not <laughs>
1: as soon as you said I that, like, what are those? Like like clothes of the period Close of the, the time Yeah, period. no, I 1790s, I
0: understand. Just, but like, my first thought was like super comfy. Fuck you. <laughs> well, that was my first. Sweatpants. thought was like period. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Panties.
0: And sweatpants.
4: <laughs> my you. least favorite Heating. word of all time. Heating pad. Yeah. <laughs> box
1: of chocolates. I was gonna say box of chocolate. Maybe some flowers. <laughs> Startled by its eerie, lifelike qualities, I flinched but quickly recovered. I shook my head Good and turned away, <laughs> intent on exploring more of the mill. But a sudden wave of fear washed over me, oh. pushing me out of the corner and into the middle of the room. I was drawn toward an opening in the floor in front of me, but before I could reach it, a painting on a nearby wall stole my attention. Someone was speaking to the group, but I couldn't understand the words. My last moments of normal were slipping away from me. The room was getting darker. Something was happening to me that I couldn't explain and still can't explain to this day. Um, this, is, this is host Trev, not narrator Trev. Ghost Trev. Ghost Trev. <laughs> something like that that that's not a haunting that's like something bad happening in your brain
3: that happened to me one time at work I think that's just a panic attack
0: Yeah, well, I think that or you're just sounds like putting yourself got, in a situation that's and then already hurt.
3: scary yeah. and you're well, scaring yourself into a what panic that, attack that's, what that, so honestly, I had that's a thing. good point
1: yeah. I had a thing that happened and I forgot the name of it I mentioned it on an, on an episode with just Aram I'll, I'll get the, the name of it later Um, I was standing just at door collecting tickets and as someone was walking up, uh, everything started to like fade into darkness and the sounds got really loud but also really muffled (laughs) and I was like, am i gonna f- pass out right i was now?
2: gonna say it just sounds like when you're gonna pass out i was like, gonna say
3: as someone that's passed out that sounds like you're just getting ready to pass
2: out yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah so but there is also like a name for that specific occurrence because there's like different ways you can pass out but uh also I think just that sounds
3: like a panic attack because that also kind of happened to that person yeah. Yeah. it
4: sounds like she got startled <laughs> and then was like oh fuck i'm in a scary place oh fuck i'm looking at this painting <laughs> probably of dying children oh fuck and i can't <laughs>
1: hear the person talking yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. also
4: like in like a group of 40 people one person's trying to talk to the entire room like probably not going to be easy to hear them yeah but also just have you ever like, gone on a tour anywhere it's impossible to hear the tour guide no matter what no matter what <laughs> that's fair yeah like, no I'm like, <laughs>
0: I'm like hey
1: can you uh speak up can you up say, for, for can say that again back? can you
4: say that again please
1: The next few moments can only be described as cartoon-like in nature. If I weren't there to experience it, I would have never believed it. My reality was quickly dissolving before my eyes and oddly enough, I had no idea. My memory from that point on would be sporadic, only enabling me to recall the moments of paranormal nature.
3: Yet again, just gonna toss out, have a panic attack, sometimes comes with some minor memory loss. (laughs) in some dissociation
0: mm-hmm.
1: to this day much of that experience is permanently lost to a situation specific amnesia Convenient. that has no plausible reasoning
0: panic
3: attack,
4: <laughs> <laughs> and conveniency
1: <laughs> my body felt like it was shrinking to the size of a small child the floor beneath my feet began to swirl out of control like a wooden whirlpool, like threatening was getting... to rip me into an unknown oblivion. She's
4: turning into a small child, getting her feet fucking ripped yeah. off by a machine. Oh <laughs> rip me into
1: the unknown oblivion. Limb by limb probably. <laughs> limb by limb. Terror seized me by the throat. Ooh, kinky.
0: <laughs>
1: I wanted to scream, but I had no voice. I stumbled backwards, falling away from the dark and consuming energy until the fear lost its grip. The floor stopped swirling and I began to regain my ground. Fighting to justify those moments, I tried again to join the group in the middle of the room. One step forward threw me back into the raging and crippling fear as the darkness enveloped me. Desperate, I backed away from it until I until the feeling again abated my persistence and the energy fought each other using my body as a pawn pushing me further and further backwards through the mill the ancient machinery was still operational and the loom sprang to life in demonstration the terror literally paralyzed me again i was racked with the urge to scream and again i was denied a voice as the machines finally died down and the mill once again became silent i found myself with my back pressed against the door I was soaked with sweat and shaking like a, wheat, a leaf. I had to get out of there.
3: Did they like even think to Google panic attack <laughs> symptoms? Sounds like she did some wind sprints. It sounds like she just <laughs> had a panic attack. I will also it's nicely
2: written though. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it is. It, yeah, it's,
3: yeah it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> way to describe a panic attack.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like to imagine like this person just. Running back and forth across this room, and everybody just looking at her, just be like, "What is
1: she doing?"
2: <laughs> I feel like she was probably standing still, probably but thinking she was. Oh yeah,
1: moving. or or like she, she's just on her knees, like pretending to be a child, and she's like, "Somebody help me!" <laughs> no, she didn't have a voice, dude. She, she no, be, she just thought she didn't yeah. have a voice everything she was thinking was just out loud she's like oh ah, i'm yeah. a child
2: now no, i know i is, would like to reach out to the other people that were at yeah. this public event
4: it definitely happened all in her head because it was a panic attack they would, yeah <laughs> but there would also be like if there's a bunch of paranormal investigators like people who were interested in this stuff there would have at least been a video camera like somebody would have videoed this person
1: well Pulled around I and know shit. I'm pretty sure they do like ghost tours here So I think it might have just been like a ghost tour I guess But also still like somebody must have been taking pictures yeah. Or recording something This was written I think in 2015 So, so cell phones were a thing They definitely mm-hmm. had cell phones I was separate Oh okay so uh, that was the Slater Mill Yeah Now we're moving to area two The Wilkinson Mill
4: Also sorry for the panic attack Like
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, no,
4: Yeah, panic you know, attacks
3: suck. If you're listening we, to we've this... We've been through it, it's okay. <laughs>
4: if you're listening to this episode, insert person's name here, uh, you know, we all go through it. Maybe
1: they way. just had never had one before. Yeah. Because, like, I know my first panic attack, I thought I was dying. Yeah. So... I didn't, yes. I didn't even mean to have a panic attack. I don't think anybody ever does, Trev. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever does. You know what I want to
2: do today? <laughs> <laughs> panic attack now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just... I, I'm real bored. I'm going to have a panic I, attack I, now. I finished a close call warm-up Super Smash game before a tournament, and
4: uh <laughs> <laughs> my real heart, high, Real high-stress environment. Honestly, <laughs> no,
1: honestly, it shouldn't have been, but then I started dying afterwards, and I was like...
2: happening. Well, I was just thinking about, like, I know some weird shit can happen when that happens, though. One time I got way too high against, well, I had an edible and I wasn't, I didn't know
1: how strong it was. Oh, that's right.
2: And I was trying to tell my friends that I was terrified because we were swimming and that I thought I was going to drown and die. But according to them, I was smiling and laughing. So...
4: (laughs) Your brain can play tricks on you. yeah, Yeah, right.
2: Like, you can think you're doing one thing when that's happening to you, but you, out like externally, you're doing like completely the opposite.
1: You could look completely happy and content. yeah, when you're like literally dying inside. Mm-hmm. It's fucky. Well, we are now in area two, the Wilkinson Mill. I was separated from my group when I escaped Slater Mill for an unknown amount of time. I think I was just aware of the sudden wave of movement of the guests and followed it. So
4: she went with friends? And like they weren't keeping track of her?
1: I don't think she went with friends, but I think they were just like grouped up like a tour group. I followed a group into the Wilkinson Mill, though I can't say for sure that I belonged with them. At that point, I couldn't say anything for sure. Wilkinson Mill was physically silent, though the energy was buzzing through me as I walked through the door. I was drawn to the back of the mill and found myself standing at the top of the basement stairs. I could see an energy, a man, waiting for me to follow him down the stairs. Suddenly, I was at the bottom of the stairs and I wasn't sure how I got there. Probably
4: walked. Or floated. Or floated, no, probably walked.
1: I was there to chastise someone, but nobody was there. Seconds later, I was again upstairs in one corner of the workshop. In the next moment, I was on the other side of the room standing in front of a rocking chair. The words, Rock the Chair, rang in my ears and I was forced to sit. I was suddenly filled with a sadness that ripped my heart from my chest. My only thought was that my baby was gone and I wanted to cry. My breath caught in my throat and the tears welled up in my eyes. Just before they could fall, however, the feeling suddenly lifted and the words, that's enough, rang in my ears. I was able to stand and walk away. My only other memory was the energy that sparked the granite walls. It reached high above us, throughout each level of the historic factory. The next thing I knew, I was standing in the wheel room of the Wilkinson Mill. So, uh, she got possessed. Strange.
2: Yeah, I mean that that one was That's interesting. Spooky.
1: Yeah. I, I don't like how the words rock the chair. I mean, maybe it was just in her, her brain. Definitely just in her but brain. But the words rock the chair Oh no that
4: She was being told in yeah, her brain yeah. to rock the yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah. For some well, like, reasons. If I see a rocking chair, I wanna rock that shit. Like I wanna make that shit move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna rock <laughs> that shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> like But no, like this ghost was or er, I'm, I'm assuming this ghost was basically just like living through her.
4: A bunch of different, I I think, a bunch of different. I think, yeah, well, because the first, when she was like at the top of the stairs, she was like, Oh, to chastise, yeah, like a, like a mill owner, like Mm -hmm. somebody running the mill. And I'm assuming when she was sitting in the rocking chair, it was the
1: other role,
4: someone's like mother mother. of a lost Mm -hmm. child, yeah, whose baby just got ripped apart by a spinning mill.
1: It's spooky, like, because i have heard that is how ghosts communicate is they'll just like have you live out one of their memories which is like spooky
4: but also like that one's a little harder to explain away to a panic attack
3: because unless unless she's just super emotional after having a panic attack that she didn't know was a panic attack and already had some of these thoughts in her head yeah and it was just kind of raw and dissociating and then kind of just followed along with stuff
4: if the actions actually happened which she says her memory is very vague very on hazy. what happened
3: yet also super specific yeah, but also to the parts like that make her story seem believable
4: yeah like i feel like somebody would have docu- somebody else would have documented this if they saw somebody like wan- wander away from the group down the stairs wander back up the stairs wander across the room to to one corner Wander back across the room to well, to a rocking chair, sit down in the rocking chair, and start crying. Somebody's
1: probably going to notice this. There's a group of people. I I would say maybe, but also I'm the type of person who is like mind your own business. If I see someone walking around doing <laughs> their own thing, I'm like, hey, they're doing their. But own if you're yeah, on like that, you can't yeah, help if but
2: notice.
3: If you're specifically looking for ghost activity, yeah, and people and somebody start starts acting, acting weird, weird, like real weird, true. Like
4: that's something like.
3: Like Somebody if, if I'm talk. going on a regular tour, looking around a castle, I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying to see a castle. If I'm walking around a castle looking for like ghosts, the Mooth Duke, I'm <laughs> walking I'm around that following Duke, the yes. crazy lady that's been like bouncing back and forth across the building, crying in a rocking chair because that's what I'm fucking looking for. True. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, the the cynical side of me is just automatically thinking like. That she did actually do her research beforehand on these places and is now just crafting this narrative that if we were to do some research on the history of these things and like what who happened to have died there like it so happens to be like oh the owner of the mill died here and yeah, oh there was right. a woman who lost their child like she's like creating I mean, this a narrative
4: billion women probably yeah, lost their yeah. children, so that's that's um, a pretty easy way to one like
2: to like fit the to stories semi, to that semi-bank. are recorded yeah. from what happened at these places yeah. so I, I don't know but also
4: yeah. like not even having somebody like die there but like a mill owner or like i don't want to call it a slave driver but basically like somebody who was yeah, in charge they're,
1: they're pretty like rough on
4: everybody yeah and at that at that time like they could do whatever they wanted like it, it it's not that person didn't necessarily have to die there it's just that fits what would have happened in that right. time period
1: we won't call it a bink we'll call it a bonk yeah, we
4: bonked it
3: a little bit. <laughs> bink adjacent. It's bink adjacent. I feel like we basically. I don't think it with a, that one. Panic attack thing. I'd
1: say quasi binked, uh, Qua-
3: semi binked.
1: Area two is bonked, yeah. but area one is is might banked. have been binked. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, bonked is just kind of like set it off course a little. Yeah. Like, binked is like it's done. Ba-
1: it's done. It's done if it's binked. Area three, Wilkinson Mill wheel room. So this is where we left off.
4: Oh, I thought area three was. Area Jones house or whatever what was the person's name? Uh Stradivarius Brown Desayuno or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get De- there. Despacito. <laughs> De- Despacito Brown's house, Area 3. That, well Wilkinson so Wheel We're room.
1: just we're picking up where we got okay. dropped off. My time in the wheel room is a haze. As is about every other place. Yeah,
4: but it's a haze, but we're going to get very specific details, I bet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) My movements were trance-like as I walked through the intense energy. I stayed near the edges of the room and only turned away from the wall for a mere moment, and in that moment, a burning sensation moved across my back. Pause.
4: She's just walking around the room facing the walls. You don't think somebody's going to document
3: this? Yes,
4: 100%. <laughs> Imagine somebody just like shuffling along the wall while
2: you're a, Sideways. on a
1: ghost tour. Just like shuffling along this, the walls. I'm assuming when she says that she was kind of just walking the perimeter and by turned away from the wall, she means like turned to walk away from the wall. That's how I'm taking it. She said she was facing the walls. She said, I steered, I stayed near the edges of the room and only turned away from the wall for a mere moment. Oh, okay. And in that moment, a burning sensation moved across my back. It is suggested that phantom scratches have this very characteristic, and I was worried that I had gotten attacked. Just to... I'm going to pause there. One of my favorite uh, content creators, Achievement Hunter, did some ghost hunting. And that happened to one of their guys. They got phantom scratches. Okay. And, uh...
2: Were there red marks?
1: Yeah. They mm-hmm. didn't fake it either because, like, almost every episode, nothing happened except for that one. <laughs> so, I, I believe that one. Anyway. I stepped out of the wheel room and instantly found myself in the bathroom back inside Slater Mill. I ripped off my t-shirt and sweatshirt and... well. Opposite order, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> she ripped her T-shirt off and then her sweatshirt.
2: She wears a T-shirt over her sweatshirt
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a new style. I guess I mean,
2: it, that used to be a thing.
1: Did it? I think Maybe. so. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I'm sorry. I Wearing I like stand a, corrected. Well, at you you least wear like a polo. over a long sleeve. Yeah. I've been, I've been binked. You would
4: wear a you polo have. over like a a long sleeve.
1: Okay. I ripped off my t-shirt and sweatshirt and threw them on the floor, standing half naked in the middle of the room. I desperately tr- Now they're just trying to get us on like on the horny vibes. They're just like, "Oh, and listen, if you can't believe my story, at least picture this." Reading erotica now. <laughs> <laughs> I desperately tried to look at my back, but the red mist that surrounded me made it impossible. Period clothes.
2: <laughs> no, she wasn't wearing her period clothes anymore,
1: so. <laughs> Maybe that moment should have been an alert that something was frightfully wrong. There were a few moments through the night where I did find a fleeting grasp on reality, wondering where I was and what was happening to me, but those moments were quickly replaced with blackouts and trances that that nobody noticed I was lost, trapped inside my own body And I had no idea Nobody did My next clear memory came in the Sylvanus Brown house How I got there still remains a mystery Probably walked So, we are now yeah. in area four
4: I don't under like
3: Okay She's just dissociating Yeah And having PTSD after somebody's, a panic attack
4: Somebody's getting... <laughs> she gets scratched. Yep. Somebody sees doesn't see her like walk between the buildings, go into the bathroom and then like nobody else went into the bathroom. Like nobody else. Maybe no one had to pee at the time. <laughs> it, 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 it's just it's weird.
3: It's a weird genuinely somewhat believable also like but like she did she actually have a scratch on her back
4: yeah she couldn't I see because there was a redness didn't she, never happen.
3: Specified. she was like
4: blacked out like ha- there's did there's... she remember to put her clothes back on before she went out back <laughs> out into the mill
1: that's a good question
4: I... if you're black if she like blacked out how does she gain consciousness conveniently right after she got scratched to go to the bathroom and check it and then like not remember how she got well, back out to the Sylvanas brown like, house
1: if you think you're if you think you got scratched I would think that your body's, like, fight or flight would kick in and, like, maybe snap you back out of whatever trance you're in. Like, if you're in a trance, like, you're obviously focused on whatever is happening.
4: And then you snap right back into that trance as soon as you rip your clothes off in the bathroom? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Area 4. The Sylvanus Brown House. We walked through the tiny rooms on the first floor, led to the sitting room. The little girl apparition acquainted with the house... Had been named Becca by the staff on site. She had not only been first off. That is, come on, have some creativity with your name.
2: Well, I don't. I don't know if it's was it creativity or named after a, named a, a little girl the that they think it was. I don't know. Typically, it's named after a person that they think I it just, was. I feel like I'm they,
4: assuming Becca was Sylvanus Brown's daughter or something. Becca
1: Brown. Yeah, Beg- Re- Rebecca, Rebecca Bra- Brown. Becca Brown. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> we can we can we can research this <laughs>
2: purely going I, off of if it yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a name. It sounds good. I
1: stand binked.
2: We're just binking you all over the place hey, this episode. That's,
1: listen, it's because I'm your ghost, Trev, and this is ghost binkers. I deserve it. She had not only been seen gazing through the windows, her laughter and footsteps could be heard throughout the house, and sometimes people even reported being touched. "Quote, and if you reach out, our tour guide was saying, you might feel her take your hand.
4: Weird suggestions. Weird, weird way of getting people to believe that something
1: happens. Brett, I literally just listened to an armchair expert episode about subconscious suggestions. Yeah, it's a great mentalist
4: trick. If you go, if you smell really closely, you might smell cookies, flowers. Yeah, and then you just go." Yeah, that can kinda of smell like fla- like it's a- What the fuck? I smell roses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's a real easy suggestion to be like, and if you reach out to touch this person, they might touch you back.
1: <laughs> like yeah. What the holy fuck? I'm smelling pumpkin beer in a tune in mug. And you just get wow. a- And
4: you just what get the like heck? a gust of wind on your like I'll be sitting in my house and just be like, Oh, did something touch me? And then like, no, it's just a piece of my own hair like hit my hand. And I'm like Oh
1: I constantly think there's a spider on me
2: Yeah yeah. Yep.
4: <laughs> I would like to know how big these groups were Cause if we're talking like 10-15 people walking around this house And you like Don't think somebody like moved next to you And brushed against your hand If you reach out to touch this ghost girl Like it, But if you're talking like groups of like 3 or 4 I'm skeptical Yeah I am extremely skeptical
1: Well of this. Brett At that moment I was drained still fighting whatever had the violent hold over me. My head buzzed and my heartbeat fluctuated dangerously. I backed against the wall behind everyone and slowly slid down to a crouching position.
0: Panic attack. <laughs> 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 that Dude, was spooky. I don't, I don't know that about anything else, but there might be somebody anything. possessing the two of us Uh-oh. at
1: the same time. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I just, I, I pictured that like, if you replace the lyrics of actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf, if you replace Shia LaBeouf <laughs> with Panic Attack. attack. <laughs> Sneaking through the woods, panic attack. Yeah. I held my head in one hand and as suggested held the other hand out, palm up, waiting for the touch.
4: Why? <laughs> yeah. You're already She's going through <laughs> like cleaning on control. It.
1: One of the other ghosts made her do it. <laughs> I will say uh, I call bullshit if any anyone besides her felt it and she also yeah. felt it. If it, you can't have multiple ghosts be touching people's hands,
4: one really fast ghost. You can't have it Becca is.
1: touching a hundred people's Maybe hands at the same time. That's not COVID, COVID safe. Maybe she's, she's sweet Caroline.
3: Sweet Caroline touching me, touching you. Uh. <laughs> That's it. Reaching out. No one else. You reaching out. <laughs> Hands. Only two, two people.
1: If, if more than two people feel it, Touching I'm, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> oh my God! The song is not Preaching sweet Caroline. It's, it's sweet Becca of <laughs> Sylvanus Brown's <laughs> it house. It just doesn't sound as good <laughs> if you call it that. Right. In a moment of pure peace and tranquility, a warming love washed over me. Tiny, icy, cold fingers wrapped around mine, grasping with as much might as they could trying to break her fingers. Stunned, I looked up at my extended hand but nobody was there. But still the tiny grip remained. I was suddenly overwhelmed by the amount of people in the room and I wanted to hide behind my mommy. I was experiencing (laughs) her feelings. My first and only thought was to give this child the same peace that she had given me. I wanted to protect her. In a rare moment of clarity i gathered all i could to be sure that little becca felt safe before i could say a word about any of my experience however a medium in my group spoke up quote she's overwhelmed by all the people in the room end quote to suggest that this moment was the most profound moment that i had ever experienced with the paranormal would be an understatement it was the last clear memory I would have of the investigation, and one that I still carry with me as it still ranks as the most intense and complex experience I have ever had.
4: The whole investigation has been a series of clear memories. She's wrote 15 paragraphs on this well, investigation. that
0: was the
1: last clear memory. <laughs> as the investigation came to an end, and we regrouped in Slater Mill, I have only a few other clear memories.
4: But I thought that was the last <laughs> one. I thought that
1: one was the last clear memory. Well, that's that's a pretty hard bink right now. That's a, that's a, that's you as, binked yourself. That's as bink as a bonk can get. You yeah. binked yourself. I later found two photographs on my phone that I do not remember taking. In the first picture, I can clearly remember the pose, but I do not remember the picture being taken or asking anyone to take it the second photo i do not remember asking for or posing i remember seeing the back of my phone and the red Sox logo on my phone case because that was the only thing i could see and i remember looking down at my hand wondering if it was actually my hand still i had no idea that anything was wrong i was on my way home and i remember What re-
2: were the photos of
1: that's a good question. And where
2: are the photos? Her, well, uh, her let's, posing?
1: Let's see if we can... I don't think they're in the article, to be honest. Yeah, so she didn't share the photos. I would have liked her to. Honestly, is the only thing that would exhume her from right. this binking. Yeah. It's probably just pictures of her.
2: Well, I mean... Yeah, but it would still she's be... Right here. So, Is yeah. that the picture?
1: No, no. That's her profile picture. She's
2: like, oops, didn't mean to take this. <laughs> so they
1: took
3: Felt this while cute. I was sleeping. Felt cute, might delete later. He always does Felt this. possessed, might, might delete later.
1: I was on my way home and I remember confusion as I tried to find the driveway. I drove under a bridge and then pulled into my driveway. The frightening part of it was that I live about 20 miles away from Slater Mill Historic Site. As the crow flies, I don't really know what
0: I don't, that I don't. means. It's in like, like a straight
4: line. Yeah, if you didn't have to take roads. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Time-wise, it's a forty-minute drive. I remember less than five of those minutes. Um, I
2: mean, that happens sometimes. sometimes you drive what? In
4: space uh, out here's the thing, right? You just got done with a super traumatic experience mm-hmm. in your own mind. Yeah, you yeah. had your first
3: panic attack. Why in your, a long time. Why
4: in your right mind do you get in your car and drive? That doesn't because sound true. smart. Because, I want to get the fuck out of there. Because she's
3: dissociating.
2: And also, and like, people drive when it. they shouldn't all the yeah. time just because they want to get home. But, I
1: mean... I will say, too, uh, that was another thing about the whole subconscious suggestions. He was talking about, like, anything that you do on autopilot and you might, yeah. like, forget memories of is just your subconscious like you are just so used to doing it that it's like a secondary thing your memory doesn't form around it i've literally driven to like UMass dartmouth sometimes and i've gotten halfway there and i was like i don't remember how yeah. did i get here yeah, <laughs> yeah. no there yeah. there were times when i would
4: drive home from school and I would have to look at my clock and figure out how long I had been driving because I had zoned out. Yeah. Right. Like I, so
2: especially after like a pretty traumatic experience, yeah, yeah, experience, I would guess that she's not going to be don't
4: super focused on the drive home. I uh, understand, like, does she still feel possessed when she got in yeah, her car? Yeah. Like, does she still feel uneasy? That's a good Rule question. Rule number one, uh, don't go ghost hunting alone.
3: Also, there's no ghosts in her car. You don't know that. I mean... There's a way smaller chance of the ghost <laughs> having been in her car.
1: Put uh,
2: the drive down. Was it uh, Route 44? I was gonna say if
1: it's anything like the the redheaded ghost of Route 44, in... that ghost could be hanging on for a while. Yeah,
4: if they're inside her, they don't have to be inside her car. Actually,
1: I've <laughs> also heard of people like bringing stuff home with them. So, yeah. like another reason why ghost hunting is so scary is because you might ghost... accidentally bring something home with you.
4: Don't go ghost hunting alone.
1: Yeah. That
4: way your friend might get possessed instead. Well, no, because the odds of both of you experiencing this are slim. True. First of all, I was going to save this until the very, very end, but I'll say it now. There are people who are like professional ghost hunters that will go their entire careers never experiencing half of the shit that this person says they experience. Like, the, the odds of them experiencing all of this in one night being touched, being like phantom, phantom scratches, being touched by this, this girl seems a little far-fetched, far-fetched a little, uh, you know,
2: yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah, there, there are good professional ghost hunters that'll go their entire career
1: and be touched like once. That's true. It does seem like every ghost in the place was like, attracted yeah, everything happened to her. Happened However, to her. I mean, that could theoretically happen where like the ghosts are all like gonna gang up on somebody
4: but like panic attack that's i feel like that's the more likely scenario at least for the 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 first and second experiences where she thinks she's doing all of this stuff um just because she said she had her phone on her like i feel like other people would have taken pictures of this person like walking back and forth like pacing along the room or like right. walking downstairs and back up and like sitting in the rocking chair crying like
2: that's why it sure would have been nice to know what those pictures were
4: yeah I mean I it's, know, probably, just no pictures on it's probably just her it's probably just her but still I mean with other people I, I, know, I, yeah. I guess I would be nice to see them but
1: I went into Slater Mill as a diehard skeptic. I left, well, I don't remember leaving to this day, so I can't say how I actually left the area. I can't explain what happened to me. I can't explain the persistent amnesia, and I can't explain why I was unable to ask for help. I should probably be scared to death to step foot in Slater Mill again, but I'm not. I look forward to facing that darkness once again, and this time I will triumph. The end.
2: How long was this written? You said 2015? I
1: believe it was 2015. 2013. 9
2: 2013 So spooky well, season, 2013. It's time for an update. Yeah, know, I'd like yeah, to know. We should
1: check in with her.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, if we reach out to Kira... And, and we're she putting this. her on
1: blast.
2: Um, I just want to say, Kira, this yeah. is our job. This, Nothing yeah. personal. This is yeah, we are personal. purely
1: purely comedic. I know like we've been binking these ghost stories, but I do want to say that I do actually believe in ghosts. Yeah.
4: It's we're just, not, yeah. We're, we're not trying to belittle your experience. We're, we're just binking. Just, yeah, we're just binking. You know, we're just making fun. Yeah.
2: And uh I do I will say I understand that part of these experiences is that there are a lot of unanswered questions about it there's a and lot of room to be banked. right yeah you and left room for of, us to part bank of it. why yeah. it's why it's spooky is that there are things that don't make sense
1: i will say the one thing that i don't think we were able to fully bank was the rocking chair
4: unless it was just a panic attack and she was just but why would you envision- sit in a
1: rocking chair and go my baby is gone like I said, because... Because she
3: did her research and she realized that a lot of children yeah. died. I'm
2: I'm or, still going with the did the research beforehand. And or the she's...
3: Follow. Let's hear me out for a second. Had a panic attack, is dissociating. Tour guide is for sure spitting stories that she's not that's necessarily there but tour subconsciously guide. is reacting to she's almost it's almost like a yeah. dream light where state, the, state yeah, where, where like, the tour guide's like you know, oh a is, lot of super like trance like like i've for sure dissociated a ton mm-hmm. so like that's 100 percent something and that I happens
4: mean, if at the time the tour guide was like oh yeah a lot of children died here leaving a lot of sad mothers yeah, and she was right. like i'm really sad now i'm gonna sit in this rocking chair yeah her
2: brain is like soaking up this information the same thing the same thing with her going
4: like down to reprimand someone if if the tour guide was like you know the people who worked here were treated horribly like the conditions were shitty the people who who owned the place weren't great True. and she was like well now i need to go i mean put someone in their place for
1: all we know people could have been taking pictures of videos in her and just and just she didn't know yeah she That's why realize. I was saying
2: I want to reach out to the other people that were at
1: the I don't event. know how we would but yeah. I do too. I yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: I feel like if there were pictures or videos of this happening somebody would have said something like somebody would have posted something. Like, well again but how would, would have,
1: we have found them?
4: Somebody would have found her uh, if it was like a paranormal Yeah there's event, no way that
3: like that shit doesn't go at least semi-viral to the point where she sees even, it.
4: Not even that. Not even semi-viral but like there's no way that they don't send that to like South Coast Spooky and be like, hey, this happened. True. Like, and
2: also, if you're writing that article, wouldn't you reach out to the people that you went on the tour with and be like, hey, unless, uh, unless, unless she
4: or? went on her own. I feel like she did. Yeah. But
2: like, well, she also then said, then you could reach out to some like some the point, tour guy. She guide. Was like, nobody noticed. So maybe she did that. Just saying. Maybe she did ask and yeah. everybody said they Everybody was pissed. like, nah. It's like
1: it's like the classic, like, hey, do I look goofy right now? Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, nah, you look no, fine. No. And then then you go out in public and like you come back home and you're like, I had snot dripping from my nose, my hair was all sticking up and no one told me. Yeah. <laughs> so it could have been like that. I don't know. Well, that brings. I would have liked a little more,
4: little more information on that one. So,
1: if we put together the Muth Dug and this story, we have half of an unbinked story.
4: Yeah, and that's the thing. Most ghost stories, most like, even people with like actual experience, even people with actual evidence, can be binked.
1: Like, I will. Well, that's yeah. That's the thing. Is like some of this stuff could have happened to her. Yeah. For sure. We're so are just we binking it.
2: Are we ending this by binking ourselves? Yeah.
1: Oh, oh shit.
0: <laughs> the binkers got binked.
1: <laughs> I do have just one more thing to say about, like, little, little Becca Brown uh, touching her hand. I guess that could have been, like, her experiencing what the medium said afterwards but it felt like it happened before kind of like a deja vu how
4: did she know that there was a medium in the group she said she had very hazy details
3: about who these people were
2: well uh, my maybe at some point in the beginning before they even started my, my also
3: just kind of a very like nonchalant like broad there's a lot of people in this room. What would a little yeah, kid feel right now? That, this was, is the my, statement yeah. True, that was my, the,
4: my theory is she might've overheard somebody go, Oh, she's not going to touch anybody. She's afraid of all these people in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's something that I would probably say if I went on a ghost tour like that, I would probably be like, "Yeah, obviously a ghost is going to be afraid of, you know, 15, 20 people in a room. Like right. they're not going to want to interact with anybody. i'd I'd also be curious to see if she was the only one that experienced anything true because like if there's no other stories about anybody experiencing anything i feel like it makes her story more unlikely Mm -hmm. if there was a lot of activity that night if there were a lot of people experiencing being touched a lot of people experiencing something yeah being feeling i mean obviously feeling uneasy is like a common thing when you go to a ghost yeah, right. when you go to a ghost tour in an abandoned mill right but like if there were people who were like yeah you know i lost consciousness for a little bit i, I like blacked out i don't remember doing this like i heard vo- like
1: i heard voices whatever i feel like it makes her story a little more believable yeah i could see that well that brings us to an end a sad conclusion i mean the story isn't sad it's sad because we're done with ghost bankers for the year. Uh and I will leave I will leave everyone with this one lesson that we took from Lil Becca Brown. The ghosts are more scared of you than you're scared of them. Drop the mic. Drop it. Come on, Trev. What? You paid forty dollars for the mic, you can drop it. Confused. Drop it. <laughs> drop the mic. It's forty dollars is co- a lot. Trev, co- It's a second hand mic, just drop it. Drop I can't do it guys sorry sorry i gotta go
4: bye Ghostref. i guess we're wrapping this up by on ourselves uh, so that was the tune in podcast uh a underscore will 22 on instagram and twitter it's definitely not correct but yeah what? thanks to live Fit. Fifty percent off.
3: Thanks to Brett for a wonderful outro. <laughs> after <laughs> our our ghost Trev just kind of left.
4: That's l i v f i t no, dot was... com slash tune goon um for it fifty for fifty percent off for a, for a second I'm just thanking him again, you know.
2: <laughs> um tune tune in e n t on tune Instagram. in e n t
4: on Instagram tune in entertainment at gmail dot com if you want to uh, bink our binking
2: tune in ent
4: on twitter yeah that was all good a will underscore 22 a will 22 underscore got it i got that eventually that's aram's twitter well that's why i was
2: confused i was like that must be he
4: used to say it at like the end of every episode he was on so when he wasn't on episodes we would like
2: I'm never so sorry, remember that was an inside joke. I didn't ne- understand. Never
1: remember the series of underscores and numbers. Yeah, because <laughs> he always switched it up for different accounts. Well, I want to thank you three for binking this ghost story with me. Yeah. Hey, thanks for
3: having us. No problem. I- yeah,
4: Thanks for guiding us through the binking.
1: And uh, that's it. I'm going to pass
4: this over to future chums. I want to wanna- thank the people for letting us bink their stories I will
1: thank them too as yeah. Well.
2: <laughs> yeah sorry for binking y'all so hard well hot
1: damn that was a long one thanks for listening to this episode and guess what there's a little bit more but I just wanted to pop in and thank you if you had to get going you know I understand it is a long episode. My co-hosts kind of already said all the stuff that I normally say, so I don't really have to say that. Just do what they say, please. They're not feeding me. They won't let me sleep. Every time I fall asleep, they wake me up again. It's terrible. I can't, I, I barely have any water. The one thing I can say is to leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts and give us as many stars as you can because like SZA said, all the stars are closer and that's one of my my favorite songs and if you like it too we got something in common also tell your friends because you got something in common and then you can also have another thing in common you know the drill uh i would really appreciate if you did tell your friends about the podcast and you can listen together and have a good time. And if you're having a good time, I'm having a good time. Stick around to the end. We found some extra stuff right after we finished recording. And we started recording again for you to hear it because it was actually kind of interesting. That's it for the tune-in Podcast and tune-in Spooky Season. Next week, we return to our regularly scheduled podcast. We found the same author on Twitter and started going through her posts. Uh, she's talking about ghost attacks. Okay, we're getting back to the paranormal. The How far back that, are we right the now? The hitchhiker that really wasn't. How far? Oh, back? Oh, it's the it's the redheaded hitchhiker. Oh, did she pink it?
4: it so oh my God. <laughs> did she pink
1: this? Hey folks, under the it's uh it's it's Trev. Ibadge, are you back in? I'm back in. Okay. I guess. <laughs>
2: It's the, i'm the, not putting
3: the headphones back it's the, on, the og, OG I didn't ghost, put my ghost
2: headband on that's okay it's the
1: bink surprise bink return bink in his back kira has a story about the hitchhiker the red-headed hitchhiker and uh, it's from 2019 so we're gonna read that real quick i was lost not emotionally or spiritually. <laughs> Though physically
0: I, Though I can't <laughs> deny
1: that there could have been some spiritual influence on the situation at hand I had taken a wrong turn and found myself on the edge of Rhode Island When I should have been somewhere on Massachusetts South Shore In the exact opposite direction It should probably be noted that I was coming from an evening At the Lizzie Borden and Bed and Breakfast in Fall River, Massachusetts Weird. That's right near us Spooky She was already primed for spook and it wasn't my first time there by far i wasn't familiar with all of fall river but i knew my way home from lizzie's and in all of the times i had visited i had never had a problem finding it yeah she's pretty far off yeah (laughs) until that night i find my i found myself on i 195 driving toward rhode island which became apparent when the welcome to rhode island sign hovered before me Lucky for me though, it wasn't long before I saw a sign to Route 44, which I would event- which would eventually bring me straight home. Perfect.
4: Oh, and- is she trying to come back from Lazy Borden House?
1: I guess so. Mhm. In my moment of relief, though, I forgot that my route would take me through Seekonk and Rehoboth and face to face with one of the most famous haunts in the
3: Bridgewater Triangle. I'm genuinely just trying to piece together her journey and it's way out of her way to purposely hit this spot. I was going to say like... Throw that out there right away.
2: Also, I just like that she called it on her way back from Lizzie's. Lizzie
3: like her, her, her <laughs> and Lizzie. Yeah. Well, because she sees apparently every ghost that she yeah. looks for in well, their also, friend's yeah. She also
4: said it wasn't the first time yeah, she'd been she there by, that far.
3: Place. By, by far. by far.
1: Since the late 60s, travelers have reported sightings of a red-headed man sitting or walking along the side of Route 44 on the Seaconk rehoboth line in southeast Massachusetts. She
4: did her research on this one.
1: The accounts describe him with a thick head of hair and a red flannel shirt. One account includes blue jeans. All include a funny grin most of the accounts end with the man disappearing into thin air and some even say they hear his maniacal laughter chasing them through the night even to this day some 50 years after the first sighting the stretch of road between the two towns is mainly rural it's just as common now as it was then to find yourself driving alone on the road in the dead of night i will say just the other night i found myself doing that but not in the area where I would see him. Yeah, the ghost. I was
2: gonna say, did you see
1: him? No, it was that I, night that I was rushing home to you in the rain. I want to know how
4: romantic. <laughs> I want. Oh. I want. I'm trying to piece together what stretch of 44 this is. It's on the the like, like line of Seacom, which of, is not that, that rural. None of necessarily rural. Like it's fairly well populated. Uh, and I don't know.
1: <laughs> fairly like. I wouldn't consider it rural. Nobody knows who the man was or why his spirit wanders that stretch of road, but it seems that he waits for those lonely drivers on his road to make his appearance. Legends identify him as the redheaded hitchhiker of Route 44. This was the night that I tripped over a legend. That's a weird sentence. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess she's saying she stumbled her way into finding him. It was 2 a.m. Oh my God, it's an hour off from the witching hour.
4: The pre-witching hour. The
1: pre-witching hour. It was 2 a.m. It was dark and the road was empty except for me. I had been ghost hunting at Lizzie's, officially investigating the claims of the paranormal. But let's get
3: right to the point. Weird how she
4: was primed and ready for paranormal experience.
3: Also, for how emotionally devastated and scarred she was from the previous encounter with ghosts...
4: She's still going and looking for ghosts. Well, yeah. she said she was. She said she said wanted to go back to Slater yeah. Mill. Yeah, That's she said insane. it wouldn't
3: get the best of her. This is a crazy lady and all of her stories <laughs> are <rooting> now.
1: <laughs>
4: no. Her Twitter rants are great.
1: Mooth. 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 Duke. Duke. I was still buzzing with the energy of the investigation, and despite the late hour, I wasn't tired. I welcomed the long, quiet ride home with the night's events still fresh in my memory. With my mind buzzing... I had simply forgotten about the red-headed hitchhiker. Yeah, sure. I was in Seekonk, maybe a mile or two from the town line and between streetlights as it was. It was the shoes that caught my attention as they moved toward my headlight beams. I was a bit surprised to see someone walking down the dark highway in the middle of the night in February, but as my eyes followed the shoes upward, as I got closer, surprised couldn't begin to describe it. Beyond the shoes were the ankles in light-colored pants, and that was it. There were no legs, no torso, and no head.
4: No, le- there was light-colored pants what? though. It was just shoes and pants, no legs. So it's like well, there just ankles. just like, there ankles. ankles, ankles, and like but the, no the
1: bottom of the leg of the pants. No
4: shins to thighs.
3: <laughs> also, doesn't line up with any of the other stories that we heard about this ghost.
4: She also said like. She just happened to find her way onto this stretch of road, but she consciously made the decision to take Route 44. Yeah. She said, I was on 195 heading towards Providence and saw a sign for
1: 44 I and mean, took at, it. At that point, that's like her only option or I guess to turn, turn around, around. Yeah. but I think it's more direct to go 44. Yeah,
4: but like she definitely Where
1: no- is she going that she
3: needs to make this loop?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> They were just feet walking along the side of the road. As I passed, I looked in my rearview mirror, stunned and still trying to process what I had just seen, but the road was empty once again. Despite my- own spooky picture. Despite my paranormal background, I am still a skeptic. It's a good thing, really, because I question every bit of evidence that I find in an investigation. Can I explain? Away that sudden flash of light? Can I debunk those whispers on the recorder that I didn't remember hearing in the moment? For the record, though, I couldn't really explain why there was a set of feet walking down the road with no body attached to them. But then again, I never had the chance to offer an explanation. She said a explanation. I just want to point that out, but I, I corrected it for her. Bink that for you. I switched my gaze back to the road in front of me just in time to see the flash of red flannel in the middle of the street ahead. I swerved to the right as my bumper approached him, but never <laughs> let off the accelerator.
4: <laughs> what? Never? She's about to run this over. First of all, she saw she is seeing like segments of his body as she goes down the road. Yeah, right. Like that's.
1: It was in that split second, as I just missed hitting him, that the researcher and writer in me demanded to know what was going on, and I forced myself to turn my head to look at his face out my window as I drove by him, but he was gone and I was alone on the road again. I didn't hear the laughter because I wouldn't allow myself to lower the window, nor did I allow myself to stop. It really wasn't until a few moments later when I saw the Rehoboth town line, when it had occurred to me what had happened to me and who it was that I had probably seen on that road. I was scared and excited, freaked out and exhilarated. And yes, I'd do it all again in a second. The
3: end.
2: Okay. I don't... Yeah. Nah.
3: Losing credibility on the unbinkable parts of last story. Mm-hmm.
4: She's just looking. She's yeah. just reaching for these things at this point.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that was a little bonus tidbit. A little bonus bink right there. Garbage. Gar- little bonus bink. And uh, again, I'll, I guess this is the end of the episode. So we've already talked to future Trev <laughs> uh, So uh, see you later, two moons.